I'm David S. Dawson from the Intellectual Podcast, a show that spotlights creatives from all walks of life, part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other incredibly geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And welcome to Play Comics, where once again, video games, I don't know, they're things, I guess. We're probably focusing more on the comic side of things again today, because this is another Creator Talk episode. This time, we have John Svedesi, another one, another of the wonderful founders over at Legacy Comics, here just to give us another perspective of what's going on over there, because as I'm sure John can back me up on this, Patrick can get very excitable about things. Yes, he can. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. So, John, I think the first thing I have to ask you, and I told Patrick this was going to be the first thing I was going to ask you, was oh. what is really going on over there? Uh, you know, not much. It's just a bunch of fanboys just making books. You know, that's about it. Just hanging out and drawing. <laughs> So, cool. Roll credits. That's really this will be a short episode. But, uh, yep, that's it. No more. <laughs> no, for real though. Like, I'm really excited to talk to somebody else over there besides Patrick because I talk to Patrick all the time, um, mm-hmm. and it's nice to get somebody else's opinion because it's almost gotten to the point where I can kind of predict what he's going to be able to tell me. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, seriously, what's going on here is that um, Pat and I, we we got together and we wanted to introduce a new company, a new publishing company for creatives to, you know, support them, to, to grow them up in the industry, to get their foot in the door, to try to help them, um, you know, and support them. And, you know, and we have a whole bunch The comic book community is huge and we have a whole bunch of fans, not just uh, other creatives, but people who love to read books. And, you know, so we've seen the demand for something new, something fresh in the industry and uh, and we're kind of jumping on it, you know, and uh, and the way Legacy, the name came about was, you know, just me and Pat here in the basement just talking about um, names and throwing names here and there and saying, no, I don't like that one. Ooh, that one's okay, you know. Um, but, um, but we settled on Legacy only because we believe that we're building a legacy for ourselves and for our creatives. It's about, you know, hopefully, you know, Pat and I joked around how, you know, maybe one day, you know, hundreds of years down the ride, down the road, <laughs> you know, uh, this company would be a thriving, one of the big top publishers in the world. And, uh, you know, and we hope that uh, our children would want to get 
uh, involved in some way or another once they grow up and be creative themselves and run the company when we're not here. So it, it's it's building a legacy. It's really something that I've gotten from talking to everybody over there that I've managed to get a hold of. I mean, just really excited. I think it's always exciting to work for a new publisher because you can kind of put your stamp on things and you don't have however many years of history to worry about. You don't have established procedures that somebody may or may not have set up that do or don't work very well. Mm -hmm. And I mean, none of this like cutting off the end of the ham because your great, great grandmother had a pan that was too small kind of situation going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we, we try to check our egos at the door, you know? Oh. Well, I know for at least one of you over there, that's a big thing to ask. Mm -hmm. Rightfully yeah. so. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's more of a partnership, you know. Uh, and me and Pat, when we started this, we, we agreed to be honest with each other. We agreed to be 50-50 partners. And, you know, just like if he's messing up, then, you know, I'll tell him. Or if I'm messing up, he'll tell me. And, you know, what he does, I can't do, you know. So it, it works vice versa. And I think that that's what makes us such a great team. So what kind of skills are you bringing to the table here? Uh, well, I have a huge background in design work. I've done publishing before uh, on a bi-monthly bi magazine uh, here in New York City. Um, yeah, I've been in graphic design my whole life, basically. I've been drawing my whole life. I'm a comic book artist since I was a little kid. You know, and, you know, just like every little boy grows up reading comics, you know, he, he one day wants to make his own. And that's actually what happened to me. So, you know, I've been drawing my whole life, never stopped. And I, uh, I bring the graphics, I bring the production, I bring the video editing, I bring website design, I bring all that stuff. And, you know, and Patrick, he compliments everything that I do, you know, where... You know, like I just said, if I can't do something, he'll come through with it. He's great on social media. He's great promoting. He's great uh, getting ads and sponsorships and, you know, talking to people and getting out there and, you know, and, and writing, you know, God, writing, you know, every story that we're publishing is going across his desk and he's editing it. He's revising. He's adding to it. You know, he's, he's helping the writers. Uh, we have Afram on staff and uh you know he, he's got this great book you know legend of the night owl and it, it, he's so passionate about his project which he deserves to be and when he talks to you about the project it, it's like you know it, it's like he just keeps going you know he just keeps talking about it and describing things and gets so deep into the story and so deep into the plot and the history and everything like that and you know and we there, there are a couple times where I've heard Patrick say, okay, what can we fit in one issue? What can we fit in a series of issues and how long will it drag out? So, you know, it, it's kind of like Patrick is the one to go to to help develop your story arc over the issues and, uh, you know, and he just helps you along with the story and developing and moving it from point A to point B. So it's just, it's, it's, it's a great team we have going here. And, um, you know, we have, we have another artist, Kieran, working on Condry, like everybody knows, you know, and he's also working on uh, Legend of the Night. And, you know, it's just do any writing, but he does some amazing artwork. So inevitably, when I send an ad over, 
are you going to be the person saying, damn it, Chris, why didn't you make this better? <laughs> um, yeah, well, what will happen is, is that uh, me and Patrick will look at it. Patrick will right away destroy it for grammatical errors. And then, uh, and then I will look at it and say, okay, it needs to be bigger. This needs to be over here. The text is bad font, you know, that kind of thing. So. <laughs> okay, good. I just wanted to know who to curse out in my dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's the both of us. It's a team. It's a team. <laughs> well, I don't know. He might just be blinded by the fact that somebody took up an offer for him in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> No, the website you guys have going to um, I've told Patrick this before I don't know if he's told you you guys are the reason why I'm kind of redesigning mine so oh, really? thank you for giving me no, lots he, of he extra work that I didn't need <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> you know the website is a funny thing because I'm used to uh, I, I came from like a coding background so I kind of know how to code websites, but uh, over the past couple of years, I've gotten a little lazy with it where I, I've started using Wix as my host and Wix is very super easy. Everything's like you drag and drop and you, you can add whatever you want. But with legacy, we're using WordPress and uh, WordPress, I have to admit it's a pain in the butt. You know, uh, it's, it's a steep learning curve. And uh, you know, because there, there are just so many things that I want to add to the website. And there are, um, there are certain things that I want to add to the website for you, the audience, and on a separate page that the audience doesn't see specifically for creatives, so and be able to upload that material through the website. So th there are some features that are coming down the road. And WordPress is something that I used to. I've been using it for a very long time. So maybe I've just kind of kept up with their growth curve as opposed to having to learn things now. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 it's just, it's a steep learning curve for me. Well, I definitely don't look at it and see it as somebody who's trying to figure it all out right now. Well, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's like, that's like the, the eight uh, theme template that we, we've been through. So. Oh, are you only on eight? You're doing good then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to think about how many I have installed. So which of these wonderful projects are you specifically working on? I am working on two books, a uh, video game uh, that we're uh, releasing, not the video game, but the book. The video game is actually done by a man called Pete Pocket, and uh, he's actually working on, a, um, on Bioshock Infinite. Kroom is basically the story about a, a planet decimated by an invading alien force and and then Kroom uh, is uh, destined to save it. And what makes Kroom so unique in, in a way in the comics industry is that each issue, besides the ash can, besides number zero, every issue is going to be based off of a level in the, in the video game. So each issue is going to end in a boss fight. And I don't really, I don't think anybody in the industry is doing that right now, uh, where they're basically modeling their books off straight out of the video game, which uh, it, it's, it, 
It's a lot of fun. Or, uh, that was on a character that was really cool. And uh, being who's destined to be the protector of Earth. And uh, he hails from a race of legendary ancients who create, put into the stasis. And by the time he's ready to uh, to complete his task, he, he wakes up and he finds Earth a much different place than he could have ever expected. And, um, you know, it's just, Athos is my brainchild from when I was 17. It's comparable to Patrick with Condry, you know, and um, Athos, I grew up heavily inspired by Superman, heavily inspired by uh, the art of uh, Dan Jordan. The Superman inspiration makes perfect sense to me, you know, especially considering I can see you in the Superman hat and the Superman tattoo. So of all the yeah. Superman family related books coming out right now which is your favorite mm. um you know I, I don't really particularly read superman like the new ones you know i'm i'm huge on the art you know like if i don't like the art i won't buy the book i won't read the story you know so honestly i kind of I've, I've been reading a lot of uh berserker a lot of uh batman so And how does your tattoo feel about you abandoning its <laughs> inspiration? Yeah, the tattoo was, uh, you know, it, it's got a lot of meaning for me uh, personally. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's something I got when I was a stupid 18 year old kid. So don't spontaneously go out and get tattoos because, you know. <laughs> and that's exactly how I got both of mine. I still love them both. Yeah. So maybe do do that, you know? We're not your dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my schedule is totally booked. Uh, it's crazy busy because, you know, the, these first books, they're only like six to eight pages a book, you know? And it's not, they're not even full comic books. They're not even 20, 24 pages. Um, but my time recently has just been drawing, editing, lettering putting all the books together you know i'm i'm also lettering all the books that we're publishing so i have to letter Condry. i'm lettering legend of the night owl croon the job you know so um so i i guess i'm i am kind of working on all the books only at a let at a lettering uh position but um but as far as my schedule goes with drawing it's it's just I'm always doing something, you know, my, my wife complains that, you know, I spend more time in the studio than I do like hanging out with the family. I'm like, I gotta get this done. <laughs> you know, So it's, it's, it's definitely a lot of work. Uh, Patrick is definitely gonna be coming in and uh, helping me out with the lettering. So I got another computer down here in the studio. Uh, we're gonna, you know, he's gonna help me out, but, um, it's just, it's a lot of work, you know, and it's, it's not an easy task to start your own publishing company. Um, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into it, you know, putting the whole company together, uh, was a task in itself. So are you maybe going to be looking for somebody to help you all out with the lettering or are you guys going to roll with that for a while? Uh, we're definitely going to stay the way we are for now. I mean, you know, until we pick up more creatives uh, and put out more books, uh, which is another thing that we plan on doing uh, once the Kickstarter is over. But um, yeah, I mean, 
Pat's going to definitely need help with editing. He's definitely going to need help with, uh, with social media promotions. You know, I'm going to need somebody to help with lettering, probably another colorist. So, you know, there are definitely going to be positions that are going to be open in the future. What was the biggest surprise hurdle for you specifically on your side of things getting legacy started? The biggest hurdle for me was figuring out my workflow uh, because, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm physically drawing two books. Um, and I, I thought that uh, working digitally because I have a, a I have a 24 inch Cintiq Wacom tablet right here and, and I, I normally draw digitally and I'm learning that uh, for me, I, I'm more productive, I'm more creative drawing traditionally on paper with pens and ink and then on the computer. So it's a whole process, learning my whole process of creating the books. And then what about from the business side of things? Any surprise hurdles there? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I, I've started uh, companies before and uh, you know, it's just, it's basically the same all in all, you know, I mean, it just takes time to get your certificate in the mail and you know, dealing with the state and all this, but it's just, it's a pain in the butt, but it's not that bad. There's no really big hurdles, so to speak, you know? So let's say I know some really talented people that I think you guys need to either hire for a one-time thing or maybe a more of a long-term deal what is the best way to get that over to you guys to make sure that it's not just going to Patrick and then he forgets about it because his Rangers suddenly win a game? <laughs> uh, the best way for you to do that is to email us uh, at support at legacycomics.com and uh, both of us will see it. Both of us will, will pick it up. We both have access to the mailbox. If I don't, he does. So that's the best way. Well, good, because spoiler alert, I know people, and you guys will be hearing from me. Good, good. Fantastic. So let's jump back to the Kickstarter. Now, when you guys got that started, you guys go, you hit the button, it goes. Did you even have a chance to use the bathroom before it got funded? <laughs> um i did um but uh yeah no we we launched it like a quarter to one in the afternoon and by dinner time we were funded so within five hours uh we were totally funded we were asking for 2500 and by like six or seven o'clock at night you know we got it and it was just amazing the uh the, the outcry the support that uh, was shown to us that day was amazing, you know, and, and pledges keep coming in every day. So it just keeps going up and up. What do you think is the secret there for why you guys were able to get funded so quickly and keep having support pouring in? Well, th there are a couple things, I think. Uh, number one is having the audience before you launch it. Uh, having the support behind you uh, of a group of people, I think that will support that. Um, second is Patrick and I, and now as you, as you can see, I have a whole studio 
uh, built here. And, uh, you know, it's lit up with all these color lights. I have all the fancy tech and, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, so uh, I'm huge on production. And I think that another reason why the, the Kickstarter was so successful was the, the, qual the quality of the production in the Kickstarter video. Um, you know, we did it like it was a, a, a traditional interview style video uh, explaining what Legacy is all about, you know, what the books were about. And, you know, and, and we just showed that we know what we're doing, which we do to a certain extent. I mean, there are some things that come up, you know, okay, should we do this? Should we do that? You know, but um, I think in the long run, it's all about quality. The quality of work that we're putting out is, you know, on top notch. And I think the people recognize that, hey, these comics are going to look pretty kick ass. They want a copy of the comics. They want their, their own books. So that's what they did. Yeah, so people are very excited to get our books. You know, they, they're getting digital books. They're getting uh, trading cards and t-shirts. So there are some really awesome rewards that are attached to this. And I think that that's also part of the allure to the Kickstarter. Um, you know, and it's just, it's, it's such a great community that we're a part of and everybody's just very supportive. If you weren't working on this, and you were just somebody who was supported, what do you think you would be most excited about getting from the rewards that you guys have available? The trading cards and the books. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge collector of comic books. Uh, I have tons of them and, uh, and I love independent books, especially really good, uh, well-written ones, ones with good stories. Uh, Condry, I, I love Condry, you know, as a, even though we make the books, I'm huge fans of the books. You know, I can't wait to see Legend of the Night Owl. You know, I feel like karate movies and Bruce Lee movies, like that's going to be awesome. So, you know, uh, so I'm just a huge fan of it and I, I love independent work. I'm going to need to go back in and check which level I'm at now just to make sure I'm at the one I really want to be at. Yeah, go back in, check it out. We got more stuff. I know, that's the problem. You guys keep hitting stretch goals like 10 minutes after they get announced. It's ridiculous. I know. <laughs> you should see what we have planned next. I actually don't know what you have planned next. Because everything that Patrick told me, however many months ago it was that we actually recorded that episode, um, has been hit very easily so it's nice for me to be surprised about this now yeah you should definitely go back in check it out uh, we got trading cards now uh you know uh variant covers that we're doing and, but uh i'm excited for what's coming i'm also excited to see how you guys can slip more video game content into this <laughs> so well then you you would definitely be interested in crew Oh, I know. Like, I'm already there, but I haven't seen where to get the game. Granted, I've been very busy and haven't had a chance to look. Mm. But well, Kroon, where can I get Kroon, hold of it? The video game is not available yet. No. It's not out yet. They haven't finished it. They should so hurry up. The comic, book, the comic book will actually be out before the video game. So, uh, but don't worry. We'll, we'll keep you guys updated on that. Do you know what that means, though, right? What? That means I'm going to have to add it to the list of things that I have to cover for the show because the comic will be out first. Yeah. 
That's right. Oh, good. Well, we'll come back on. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I've talked to Patrick. You guys are contractually obligated to do that anyway. Oh, okay. He said it's invisible <laughs> ink in the contract. Oh. <laughs> but other than Chrome, I know Patrick was mentioning Condry may have something in the works. Um, is getting games something y'all are going to at least consistently consider for everything? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, Pat revealed not too long ago that, you know, Condry is coming to uh, a gaming system. You know, a game is being developed as we speak. Um, but we are constantly looking at licensing deals, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, video games or animated series or movies or, you know, whatever. We'd love the idea. Like for me, ultimately, I would love Athos to be turned into an animated series. I want a cartoon. You know, I want to turn him into a cartoon and it will happen. Just it's a matter of when. So who do you picture voicing Athos in that one? Ooh. Forget budget. Know. You can get anybody. Anybody? Uh well definitely not Morgan Freeman. Um <laughs> He seems to do a lot. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh somebody uh who does action movies, I think. Maybe Tom Cruise. Sounds good. Unfortunately, I don't have any connections there to help you make that one happen. Uh, well, you let me know who you know, and I'll tell you, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that. Just let me know when you guys are ready to do it. Sure. What other little surprises do you guys have planned over there, or maybe kind of hidden things that have slipped under the radar so far? Um. Well, we've pretty good at uh, socials recently you know since we started um basically promoting everything that we're doing um no nothing is really sliding under the radar um but you know we have been working on things that i can't really talk about not really ready for uh for the world to know yet but uh it's trust me it's it's awesome there's a, there's a handful of things that we were working on that's uh, coming out maybe within the next six months to a year. So, you know, th that's all figured out. But um, but as far as, you know, anything slipping under the rug, you know, it's just, you know, we're good at promoting. We promote everything we do. And if you miss something, head on over to our Instagram or our Facebook. You know, it's it's there. We promote everything to, to its fullest capacity. Like we promote even the creators and the writers and the artists on social media whereas you don't really see that kind of promotion from the big guys like patrick likes to say we uh we like to promote like a wrestling company you know where each person each creative is given their own spotlight so to speak and you know we love that you know everybody deserves a spotlight See, that was the real reason I asked that, because y'all in your promotion game seem to be really on top of things. Like, I see a lot, but I'd never think that I see too much. Right. See, that, and, that, and that's the thing, is that you do see a lot. Pat, Patrick's the one who's always posting on Instagram and Facebook and all that, and he does a great job. Um, 
but at the same time i've also created graphics for him to share and all of the graphics with the legacy brand on it and all the promotions for uh the artists and for the creatives you know that that comes from me and yeah i just not only do we run it like a wrestling promotion company but i'm i it's my goal to put out cinematic style content all right i want to put out top-notch uh social media content and that's what we've been doing you know i've showed my wife some of the stuff and normally she's just okay yeah this is nice she, she was actually very impressed with y'all stuff so the fact that she said that kind of well, thing before eating dinner that's a big compliment <laughs> thank you very much so we know that you've had these stories sitting inside you since before you were born because that's a better mythology to get going but where are you personally on the gaming side of things uh, I, I love games. I mean, I I have literally every system since Atari here in the house, and uh, yeah, I I to this day, yeah, I was I was I took the day yesterday and just played games all day. So I'd love to do it like on my pastime. Uh, I'm, re I'm right now. I'm playing. I'm going through uh, Resident Evil Village on PC. I never could be somebody who got into first person shooters and once you started having to aim up and down i can't do it anymore <laughs> oh i love it i was huge into call of duty and modern warfare and all that so and i had to play resident evil i mean you know resident evil for me is huge uh back when it first came out on ps1 you know and it was just yeah i, I was obsessed with it i definitely have it because any self-respecting game collector has to have it yeah but I just have it. Keeping it away oh, from somebody play. who would it's actually play story. It. I might one day. It's a good story. I mean, you know, that's the whole reason why I bought it. I mean, because these games, not for nothing, these games are really expensive, you know? So I pick and choose which games I want to buy. And um, it was kind of uh, it was kind of a birthday present to me last year. And, uh, you know, just like... I, I had to play it. I have to play every single Resident Evil game that comes out because I just have to see where the story goes. You're just making me want to go back and play it, and I'm very happy that PS3s can play PS1 games. <laughs> you, you know, I was more of a fan of Resident Evil 2 than I was of Resident Evil 1. I like my favorite Resident Evil is Resident Evil 2. What would you say is probably your favorite comic-based game? Superman for the Nintendo 64. I loved, loved that game. Wait, are you being serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You know, you know what it is? I like the games that you can... It's kind of like mindless walking around like like world of warcraft for example you can walk around mindlessly for for hours just farming mats you know and it's just like superman back in the day was kind of that way for me because they had this open world thing where you could just fly around the city and just you know see the sights and explore and do all these different things and you know I, I loved that back in the day and you know me and my friends my buddies of mine we, you know we used to just spend hours on 
just playing, flying around. It was great. <laughs> I legitimately love that game from a lore perspective because I think that if Lex Luthor could actually pull off the tech needed there, then he would put Superman in a totally frustrating situation like that. Yeah. And it's funny because they haven't really come out with a better Superman game. Yeah, like I started to play the um, Man of Steel one and just, uh, why? So, I mean, if yeah, I'm going to play Superman at this point, it's just I'm busting out Injustice because it's all I've got. Right. And even that's just a fighting game. That's just, you know, it's like Mortal Kombat. You know, it's not quest. It's not going on missions. It's not really doing anything. So what would you do to make a good Superman game? I think they would have to nail down the flying mechanics. And uh, like, I was really impressed with Spider-Man, with the Spider-Man games. Uh, the, the web slinging through the city was a lot of fun. Like that, that see, that's another game that I, I could just go web slinging around the city for hours and just chill out, you know, not... <laughs> but um so you know they need to fix the flying mechanics make it more like spider-man where there are things to do on rooftops and you know things to do uh in alleys and all that and you go inside buildings but the, the, the game mechanics need needs to be upgraded like they did a great job with uh, dc universe online that was a good one so here's the headline i'm pulling from there superman be more like spider-man no, don't quote me on that. Yeah. <laughs> so if I have an idea for a comic, first off, how long should I wait before I send it over to y'all? But secondly, since we have you, who's kind of-ish on staff, how much would you love me if I had the art already done and wasn't putting more work on your plate? Well, I mean, when I say that we're accepting creators, I mean, we are accepting projects. We are going to be accepting projects where the creative team is already put together, like how you would pitch to image. Okay. So if you, if you already have the art done and the coloring done, the inking done, the lettering done, then perfect, you know, then submit it to us, you know, we'll take a look at it and we'll give it the green light. But if you're, let's say you're missing a letterer, then still submit it to us and we can take care of that for you. So there are certain things that we are willing to jump in and give you a hand with, um, both creative wise and writing. Uh, so, you know, but it, we are mainly looking for already established teams, uh, already finished product. You know, so when you submit to us, you know, you already got your story laid out, hopefully with for the next three or four issues. And, um, you know, it's just submit to us and we'll, we can take it from there. And what kind of publishing schedule are you guys looking at? Because this is more than I've told Patrick even. Um, the idea that I have is kind of like the second arc and I, I definitely need a first arc to get to where that's making sense but I want also want to make sure that I'm not like oh this is going to be a monthly because I don't know if I can get it done that fast well right now right now we're doing uh, books every other month 
let's say in January, you know, Athos comes out. Athos won't come out, won't come out again until March. Uh, but with that said, we do have books coming out in February. You know, so we're alternating months on properties. So your book would be every other month. Cool. Good to know. And y'all do a distribution through Diamond or some other way? And yes, I did throw up a little bit when I said Diamond. <laughs> uh, right now, our distribution uh, is whatever deals we strike with mom and pop shops around over here in the Northeast. And then uh, what we're doing will be on Comixology, we'll be on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, you know, we'll be basically anywhere you can get uh, a comic book, a digital book, a physical book. Um, Diamond has certain limitations as far as uh, your minimum print runs. So, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll have to get there with Diamond, but we will be available literally everywhere else. So I guess in a way to help you get there, if I wanted to tell my local shop, buy legacy comic stuff and have it available, or I'll go to the store across town. What's the best place for me to send them to be able to get things from you, knowing that I am states and states away? Send them to the website, send them to legacycomics.com and, uh, and get, get in touch with us through there. Or, you know, if being that we know you personally, we can give you our personal emails and have, just give it to them that way. This way they can get in touch with us. But yes, I do fully support you and everybody else going out to your local comic book shops and saying, I need you to carry legacy comics. Good, because I am not above threatening them mostly because they know that all the other <laughs> shops in town suck and I would never actually do that. Yes, do that. We have no problem traveling and coming out to wherever we gotta go and do signings. Well, if you come down here, I mostly know exactly what I would be cooking for y'all. What's that? Oh, I can't tell you yet because it's only mostly. I don't want to get your hopes up. Kind of depends on what the market's gonna allow me oh, to get to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, do you guys have good pizza? Um probably not as good as what you're used to up there and that was not on my list of things oh okay i i really love barbecue you got oh yeah you you're got set good barbecue down there you are perfectly yeah. set <laughs> so a couple lighthearted awesome. questions to wrap things up first off the one that you yeah. would be prepared for if you listen to any other episode who was your favorite muppet Who's my favorite muppet yep fozzy why fozzy I was huge on Muppets when I was little, and uh, I just always loved Fozzie. I even had the stuffed animal. Do you still have the stuffed animal? No. Oh, I'm sorry for bringing up bad memories now. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, what is your favorite breakfast food? Uh, I don't really eat breakfast. That's bad to say, because... And breakfast is the most important meal of the day. <laughs> Remember, kids, eat breakfast. Um, but if I do have to eat, I love uh, eggs over easy with uh, roast beef hash and toast. Well, we can't end on a question that you had to halfway answer because you don't really qualify. So what's the worst job that you've ever had? Oh, <laughs> God. Um... Where do I start? 
Jeez. Um, okay, so I used to lay down carpet for companies. And I used to go home with rug burns on my knees and my hands all the time. But, um, but then I was also a janitor at a school once and cleaning out toilets at an elementary school is bad. Is, 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 that's, that's a pretty bad one. I, that, I think that one tops it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, at least when you're laying down carpet, people are mostly leaving you alone, right? Yeah, yeah, and you don't have to deal with, uh, you know, biological material. <laughs> so. That's a very nice way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, John, it has been great talking to you about all of this. If people want to hear more from you, where else can they find you around the internet? Sure. Um, you guys can find me and patrick and afram and karen over at legacycomics.com that's comics twin x c-o-m-i-x.com uh we're also on facebook instagram and twitter at legacy underscore comics and uh yeah just send us a message send us you know comment on our stuff follow us subscribe do all the above and as always we will have links to all that stuff down in the show notes because it's so much easier than trying to remember how to spell things especially when you use x's to be cool yes <laughs> we're trying to be hip <laughs> well i would say you're working with it but i'm also 35 36 i can't remember my math right now so i've been told i'm too old to know what's cool anymore i'm sorry i'm 39 well, according to the people I've been talking to, you're practically dead. That's cool. I just remind them that I think they are perpetually 12. It was funny. I seen I seen a meme on the internet the other day and how it said that, you know, when somebody says, when you think back to 20 years ago, you still think about that it's the 80s. When really, it's 2001. <laughs> I at least think that 20 years ago is the 90s. Yeah. Uh, okay. I miss the 90s. It was a good time. Yeah, I was little. I could still run around and do whatever I wanted. <laughs> well, let's bring this all back in a little bit and wrap things up. As always, if you want to hear more from me, you can head on over to playcomics.com where there's links to all the social media things, mostly hanging out on Twitter, just because that seems to be the easiest place for me to pop in and out of. If you want to help support the show, you can also head on over to playcomics.com support. It has links to all kinds of ways you can help support the show. But really, if you can just get it into somebody's ear holes, that's always a big help too. More people hearing the show means more people talking about the show, which means I can do bigger and better things with the show. And that all comes back to just people listening to it because it's fun and I like doing it. Play Comics is a part of the GunnaGeek.com network, home to a bunch of other wonderfully geeky shows, 100% of which are better than this one. Not because I think the show is bad, but because I think every other show over there is just really that good. And in a recent move, you can hear me long term on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. So check that out too. It's another fun show. We look at Marvel stuff. I try not to bring up DC stuff. I think I've succeeded for the most part so far. We'll see how long that lasts. If you like the music that I'm really talking on top of right now, head on over to soundcloud.com slash best-day to check out Best Day's music. But most of all, just grab a game, grab a stack of comics, and go find yourself a new favorite character.
I hope Patrick warned you how seriously I take the show, like both in a very way, but also not at all kind of way. Patrick was right. This this show was a lot of fun. It is. It really is. I'm glad that you agree with yeah. him about that. Yeah, absolutely.